0: Hello everyone, this is a new episode of the Stereotyper podcast. After living in the UK for a few years, I found my passion to explore different cultures. Along the way, I met incredible people, discovered amazing facts, and experienced many fun things to do. I'm your host, Hanya Hassan, and these are my adventures. Unearthing a mixture of iconic sights and hidden gems taking famous landmarks off your bucket list one day and stumbling across a quirky local museum the next. Did you guess which country I'm talking about? Yep, it's the UK. Being an international student in the UK for almost six years now, I stumbled upon several stereotypes about British people. Some were pretty accurate while others were mind blown. So I thought who could help me to resolve these stereotypes other than two of my friends, who were born and raised British, Lucy and Chelsea who also kindly agreed to come today at 9 a.m. to record this podcast. So hi, Lucia and Chelsea, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: I'm Chelsea. What? Where are you from? Oh, um, people probably won't know, but I come from a little place in the Shropshire, Cheshire, North Wales border near Chester.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Lucy. I come from Birmingham, so another big city. And then, yeah, I've been living and studying in Manchester for a couple of years now.
0: As you know, like I'm from Egypt, so there is like common stereotypes that me and many other international students usually have about Britain. And like the most, I think, common one of them is that like British people drink a lot of tea. <laughs> like everyone says, like Britons love tea. So is this actually true?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like of all the stereotypes, that's probably quite an accurate one. I think we're (laughs) not the only nation, aren't we, that, like, loves tea to the extent
1: that we do, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think it's just, like, it's such a common... It's almost weird if someone doesn't drink tea. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a, a kind of ritual thing, like... You would catch up with someone like having a cup of tea. Yeah, put the kettle on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's a pretty accurate British one. It's just something like <laughs> you can have for like any
1: time, you know. If you're just like catching up with friends.
2: <laughs> if like a bit stressed,
1: just like take five, have some tea. Just like for any reason, really. Tea just cures
0: yeah. everything. And like it you, you just have different types of teas, right? So like you don't only, for example, drink like black tea or anything. You have like specific types of tea for every event, right?
2: Yeah, but I feel like it's all about like breakfast, English breakfast tea. tea. Yeah. Then you put like milk in it. Like
1: drinking that black's quite unusual, isn't it? Yeah, you drink I like think. milk with it. Like, so like you know, coffee can obviously drink black, can't you? But you, you don't, don't really drink black tea. Because so if you want to do that, you just drink like I know Earl Grey tea,
2: and you're like, but well, even Earl Grey put yeah. milk in, don't you say? Do yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, I it's think like it's like in. breakfast tea, but it's just a bit spicy. It also, even spicy, is it? I feel. <laughs>
0: Okay, the The second thing is that that you guys can't handle sunshine. Like, I was reading an article and they said, like, Britons would get burned like a crisp if they were actually exposed to sunshine. I know, like, it's pretty wet in here and, like, you rarely get sunshine, but, like, you can't really handle it. Like, do you really get burned like a crisp?
1: I do. <laughs> my skin I
2: don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's different for everyone, isn't it? Like, I love the sun. Um, don't really burn that easily. But then, like, my sister if you leave her in the sun for like a minute, she's just like Right red, <laughs> yeah. So I guess maybe to an extent, like some people, but yeah, like some people have more like,
1: like my dad, for instance, so I don't know, like he like tans really well, but like I don't at all, it depends on like your skin tone. Like I know that loads of people with like more sort of olivey skin tones that like, obviously they,
0: I don't even get tanned and I don't get burnt I just get like darker (laughs) like I get exposed to the sun for like three seconds and then I'll be super dark I don't have like the option of (laughs) getting burnt or even getting red which is but
1: then Brits are going on like holidays to like hot places like Spain
2: like Greece
0: turkey. and they would come back Egypt. like greeny yeah. red <laughs> yeah yeah
2: well, I think like because I've got some friends who try and stay out of the sun because they're like oh, I don't want my skin to go darker whereas obviously a lot of people with paler skin are like oh my god I want to I want to get a tan like
0: yeah. um so it varies that one I guess and um, also one more thing that all of British people know the royal family. Like there, I was reading also something, and they said like, whenever someone comes to Britain, they go like, oh, have you met the royal family? Are you friends with the royal family? Have you met the queen? <laughs> I I know like this is obviously a stereotype because I have been living here for six years and I haven't met the queen yet. But like, did you guys meet her? I've never met anyone from the royal family.
2: No, <laughs> never. I've definitely had that though where you go, especially in America, and they're like, oh, when you get back, give the queen a hug. It's <laughs> like a bit obsessed with this like concepts of. Royalty. Or having tea oh, with the queen, yeah. I think that that's a big one, isn't it? Like, oh, you must have tea with the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's very
1: few people that I know that have
2: met the queen. No, I don't think I know anyone, but...
1: Like, it's quite a big <laughs> thing to meet the queen. Like, she just yeah. doesn't really, you know,
0: go around meeting anyone. Um, something that would seem, like, so ridiculous, but, like, I personally thought that before coming here, because I only, like, heard about Britain from the movies, and, like, over there, everyone would usually, like, wear really fancy dresses, and then they would wear hats, like, you know, the royal family <laughs> hats. Mm. So I thought it's a common thing, and, like, I expected when I come, I would see everyone just, like, you know, wearing, like, 60 dresses <laughs> and, like, holding the, the umbrella with the gloves and, like, having so really fancy hats. But when I came, I was really shocked, like, you were jeans, you were sweatshirts, yeah. you're just normal people. <laughs> How old were you when you... Um, so I came here when I was seventeen. Okay. Because like I came as a foundation student, and when I came, like my like the institution that I did my foundation year, it was more like Arabs and international students. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really like get to know British people. And then when I went to university, I was the only international student, in like the whole journalism degree. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was really interesting to see. Like you don't wear hats, right? Like no. never. I
2: wear it for like a
1: wedding or yeah. like going oh, to the yeah. races. Oh. like that's like seen as like etiquette to wear that yeah
2: people wear um fascinators do you know the things i mean they're like headbands oh yeah, yeah. with things on I'm it yeah, I <laughs> yeah that's a I, is that a british thing i don't i don't know if that's just britain or but people wear them for like yeah, I think weddings so. you don't see the that really anywhere, anywhere else do you because you see it for like people wear them for like the races and weddings and stuff yeah i don't think i've ever worn one because it's like isn't it for like some races like ascot you can't
1: go unless you've got a hat on
2: yeah, I think it's quite oh. an old tradition, but yeah, I, I don't think you'd see that. Unlike weddings, walking it's just like them. tradition that you like wear a hat as well, isn't it really? Yeah, to be fair, I think you don't weddings. do, but it's most a bit of a, do.
0: you know, like. Um, and then that like there's nothing to do and nowhere to do except drinking so like i i think this is a bit unfair because like some students like many international students when they come here they don't really drink but then like there is other things to do in the country and like even i have like some british friend and when we go out it's not always like about drinking sometimes just like going to have a chat like going for afternoon tea so like is it really that you have nothing to do like no (laughs) entertainment except
2: drinking (laughs) It just
0: depends who you are, really.
2: <laughs> you know what, I think it's it's kind of hard to judge it when you're a student because it's definitely, like, more common, I guess. It's like the university really... life experience. Yeah, I, I think so, but obviously not everyone drinks. Like, I've got friends who don't drink, but then the pub is still kind of like... It's like it's like a it's social, a social thing, place, isn't it, yeah. it really?
1: Like, I think nowadays more and more people are, like, not drinking. And also, like, pubs are starting to do more, like, non-alcoholic drinks. like. If I'm like back at home oh. with my friends, if we go to the pub, if I like drive there, for instance, there's like now you can get like non-alcoholic like ciders and beers like, as stuff, well and stuff, which is like quite
2: good. Like if you <laughs> yeah. don't want to, but I think drink, there's definitely drive. a bit of not truth. ideal truth it's quite a British thing that if you're like meeting up with someone in the evening, like you go to a pub or just or, go like, to the go pub. To it's like inherent. Like
1: even if you look at stuff in like British popular culture, like soaps for instance, like Coronation Street. It's like, what do people do at the end of the day? Oh, yeah. just go to the pub. Yeah, It's like, you finish work, oh, go for a cheeky pint at the pub. But I think drinking is just very inherent in culture in that way. But then, again, like now more people, they say, don't they, like more millennials are ever, like concerned with like health and like not drinking, so they'll prefer to go to like
2: a juice bar rather than the pub. Oh, a juice bar? I don't think I've really
0: been to a juice bar. No, I
2: haven't either. And that's quite,
0: I, I think they are I, fairly yeah. new like juice bars or they have always been here yeah. in the UK. Do
2: you mean like smoothie bars like just like going like you know you get like um in,
1: like LA you go to these like v- bars like don't you and just get all these like kale smoothies and stuff. Oh uh, uh, sort of yeah. <laughs> like that's becoming like more. Yeah. I think it's easy as well
2: to think, like, if you're meeting up with someone and just going for a bit of a catch-up, sometimes you forget, like, we can just meet for a coffee or, like, yeah. <laughs> we can meet and, and not. It, like, it's very easy to be like, oh, I want to see this person, so let's go to the pub on Tuesday night or let's do this. I suppose, yeah. I suppose
1: a lot of, like, cafes are not really open late like pubs neither, you know, and it's a bit unusual that if so someone you're going to the pub and just had a coffee at, like... Eleven yeah. yeah, I mean, PM. That's <laughs> true <Isn't it> really. <laughs> you don't really see many people doing that, do you? No. I think
0: it's more of a cultural thing because like I think different countries or like different cultures, they they're like in Egypt we would usually go to a coffee shop because like they open until like three AM. While here in the UK like everything closes really early and probably as you said, like pubs and bars are the only ones that open like late. Exactly. M- pubs and bars are the only things that are open yeah. like really late.
1: Like some costs to say close at like yeah, you no. get some 24-hour ones, but
2: <laughs> I feel like most people who are there at night are just because they're working. <laughs> <laughs> On McDonald's, they do a bit of coffee,
0: 24 yeah. hours. Opens also, also, one then. more stereotype that I'm not quite sure if it's true that, like, when you turn 18 you almost, like, cut out all your family members. Because I know that, like, here in the UK, when you turn 18, you you can move out of the house. And, like, I have met people who go, like, oh, when I move back home, my parents let me pay rent. So, I, like, in my mind, I have this stereotype that when, like, any British person turns 18, they just cut all of their family members.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not...
0: Well, I don't know. Some, it depends,
1: because, like, where my mum works, there's this woman, and she's got a kid that's my age and another kid that's 19 and for both of them she's like well you've, you're like working like you've got to pay rent and I think it's definitely inherent that like for my mum and dad's generation that they were like they like left school at 16 they like got jobs and like that was it then That like, they were sort of like in a way like self-sufficient for themselves that they like would have to like pay rent like pay like keep they like, yeah. used to call it like pay so much like a week for like the, the bills in the house or everything but like. For like me if i go home like now like my mum and dad don't expect me to pay rent or money maybe if i was like had like a full-time job then they would
2: yeah but i think it depends yeah. on people's circumstances because some people do leave home at 16 mm. and are completely independent and some people do that at 18 and then other people don't at all so i think
1: it's why well, because we're in education like more people these days are in higher education that it's not just like you turn 18 like you've got a job you've got a house like it's not really like that for like most people is it yeah. like it'll be like years before one we even can consider getting a house and two being in higher education just means that one we're in like loads of debt to start off with so yeah. we've got like no money to like <laughs> pay for that because we've got our own flats to keep and stuff so yeah I don't think that
2: that's that yeah I know yeah. quite a few friends who have kind of like done their degree graduated and then they've moved back home and like working full-time but they've moved back home to like save money or like my sister did it because she did like another degree so I think and then like then their parents are still charging them rent but obviously less than if they were kind of living like say in like
0: London and like paying for a flat or something themselves so it's really different because in like I think most of the cultures like for example in the Arab world you can never move out it's not even like an option so you only move out when you're married whether you're a man or like a woman but then like even when you're until uh, after like finishing university you stay with your parents they would actually like pay for you everything and even if you didn't work it's not that like parents push students to work because even in our culture you don't work when you study it's like we have this mentality that when you're studying your only job is to study so you don't need to bother about anything else Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think it's, it's really different. When I came here, it was yeah. like a bit, oh, that's really interesting.
1: I think it's, um, as well, because I don't know how much your like fees are in Egypt, but here it's like,
0: cause fees are like
1: crazy high and like rent Because we have public
0: universities well. in Egypt. Ah, so like okay. public universities, you literally only pay like 200 pounds, which oh, is wow. like just fees for the books and registration or admission. And then that's it. The rest of the years are all, are all free.
1: Cause here it's like 27K. That Yeah, it's, right. quite
2: Quite a lot of people are working whilst they're doing it or like doing really part-time working yeah. part-time do
0: you want to add anything else i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> can't think
2: of anything yeah thank you for having yeah. us on your thank first you for episode
0: inviting us onto the show oh thank you so much for today and see you in the next episode of the stereotyper if you want to contribute make sure to get in touch with us and let us know through our facebook or instagram the stereotyper